Hello, and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? I'm your host, Jonathan Steele, coming to you through the way of the Stay Woke Podcast. And on this episode of Could You Be More Specific, I want to address the Scarlett Johansson issue and her dropping out of the role that she had originally agreed to a few weeks prior where she agreed to play a transgendered male character. And I'm also going to touch on Dwayne Johnson and some of his recent comments in regards to Tyrese and their issues and why they're no longer in communication. But I want to start first with Scarlett. And one of the things that has been really interesting, especially since I'm titling this episode, Hold That Thought, is sometimes we get so consumed with being outraged all the time that we don't take the time to really think things through before we go forward on something. And one of the things I want to point out, especially in regards to this story, is, for example, Scarlett Johansson agrees to do this movie uh, where she's going to be playing a true life story character. In the film title, the working title, I think is called Rub and Tug, uh, with the same director from Ghost in the Shell. And that kind of didn't, I, I guess that kind of doesn't really help that case or that film, considering that the accusation with the previous film, Ghost in the Shell, is based off a of Japanese anime. And there was an accusation of whitewashing for her to play the title character. In regards to, say, this particular incident, with her play, agreeing to play this part, as an actor, the whole point of being an actor is your imagination and you can play and be anything and you shouldn't be held to a standard of well, you're allowed to play certain parts that either do or do not fit. So, for example, Matt Bomer is a great leading man. If I heard tomorrow that he was going to play Batman, I'd be like, oh, he'll make a great Batman. I wouldn't be thinking like, hey, well, in his personal life, uh, he's not into women, so therefore he can't play the part. Any member of GLAAD, if they heard a story leak out that said that, that Warner Brothers was going to cast Matt Bomer, but decided not to because it would take away the fantasy of him being Bruce Wayne because in his personal life, he's not with women. That would be ridiculous because he's a really talented actor and he should be able to play that part. It's no different than for Neil Patrick Harris. It's the same thing. And as far as Scarlett Johansson goes with playing uh, this transgender part, This is a big deal because this type of film, based off the surroundings and the synopsis of it, is a film that they want to make an Oscar push more than likely for it. Because Scarlett Johansson is a huge movie star. We kind of got to get to more of a... Let's just start talking about things that are based situationally and not necessarily in its overall totality. So, for example, with Scarlett. Scarlett Johansson, outside of Robert Downey Jr., is the biggest actor that's associated with the Avengers films. When people talk about equal pay and pay disparities, you're not going to hear nobody pound the payment that Chris Evans, who is Captain America in the lead of those films, do you know he's third in money made on those films? He's third. Scarlett Johansson made more money than him on Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. He'll be marketed as the lead, but he's not getting that kind of pay because based off of data, the data shows that Scarlett Johansson is more important and that she generates revenue. The number one person in their group is obviously Robert Downey Jr. because he plays Iron Man and it's the most popular character. But that's just an example of, from a situational standpoint, that's just the reality of it. And unfortunately for this particular film, they were going to sink $30 million into this thing. 
And instead of saying like, hey, if Glad came out or if members of uh, the transgender community came out and said, hey, you know what? This is a great thing. You're going to tell this story on this particular person. It's a uh, it's something that we need to see. We got data that shows that between last year and this year, uh, representations of the transgender community is down by 40 percent. So we will want to partner with this company, New Regency, who, who I believe is financing this film. We want to partner with them and other members of the Hollywood community to see, well, what's some of the, what's are some things we can do that kind of bring up that number and what things are currently in production right now that would suggest that that number is going to change within the next year. That'll be a way of saying like, okay, we're recognized there's a problem. We're happy that you want to make a film that brings this to light, but let's build on this. But instead we don't do that because it's a lot easier to be pissed off and people go into a frenzy than actually address something sensibly. And granted, hey, to be fair, Scarlett didn't handle it all that great. You know, she did. She could have said she could have definitely said it a lot better by just saying, hey, I'm an actor. I've had the opportunity to play a lot of different characters in my career. This story is very important to me. I want to see this hit the screen. And my goal with being a part of this film is that hopefully we can start to tell more mainstream stories of members of the transgender community so we can start to see more positive gains for transgender people as well as we've seen positive gains for the gay and lesbian community. If she says that, are people still pissed off? Yeah, because that's where we're at now. But people would then be able to tell that, okay, this is a concise, very well thought out statement that she made that obviously this story is very important to her, which it clearly is because she wouldn't have agreed to do the movie if she didn't think so. But because she didn't answer that properly, it put it even in more of a tailspin, which then led to, the backlash being even worse, so therefore there was no way to really recover from it. But that would have helped to further get more films for it. You know, Boys Don't Cry being made at the time, that was a big movie with Hilary Swain. And that story deserved to be told. It did. But now we've, we've gotten so caught up in who's doing parts and, and who's not doing parts. And this person could play this. Listen, Kerry Washington played a transgender character. I think seven years ago, a movie called, I think, Life is Hot in Cracktown, where she's in a, in a relationship with a guy where they're kind of up and down dealing with drugs. And there's definitely issues between them in regards to her, even though she's made this transition to him still kind of recognizing her as that. And him, you know, I guess they're a married couple and they're referring to each other at the time as a married couple. And you can see the battle between this guy and Carrie's character in their relationship. And that was a really well done performance by Carrie Washington. But it's like, it makes me think, so could she no longer play that part nowadays? Because people are going to say, well, she's not really transgender, therefore she can't play the part. And then does that defeat the purpose of acting in itself? Is that you can really play anything. That's what they teach you in drama school. So... I think kind of going further along here, that'll be a better way to make an argument for why we need to uh, be aware of, of what, what's being put out into the world from an image standpoint, but also building, building relationships as opposed to kind of tearing them down. And, you know, one of the things that stood out to me, especially a few years ago before when uh, the Oscar So White campaign hit was the fact that. You know, no one took into account like, yeah, 
actors of color were not recognized in that two-year period. But a lot of people don't know, Moonlight was being made during the period of time that that was happening. And that goes to show you like, okay, we have a gap here. Do we have enough images of black and brown characters in film? Okay, well, what was the numbers last year? What are the numbers this year? And then what are the what are uh, the projects that are in productions now that will signal to are we making gains or we're continuing the slot? That'll be the best way to go about it. And I get it. The campaigns work because social media goes into a tailspin and it just feels like an avalanche is starting to hit you that you can't really handle. But that's something that you kind of got to look to do moving forward. So I think that hopefully this story is told. I know there's a lot of people going to be like, well, hey, they can just get a real transgender actor to play. it." You could more than likely, though, the film may not get made. Now, here's an argument for someone against me that would say it could get made. You could still cast a transgendered performer, but then you hire other well-known actors in that uh, film to help make sure it gets made, which is true. That's a true thing, because American Psycho was not originally intended for Christian Bale, and the studio didn't want him because he wasn't a big enough name at the time. They wanted Leonardo DiCaprio, but they ended up going back to him, and they just casted other well-known actors for him. So you can do that for this film. That's a potential thing you could do. But to spend $30 million just in production, knowing that you're going to spend even more millions of dollars for a campaign, because that's what they're going to spend on Scarlet, because Scarlet is a huge movie star. But those are just some of the things that I just wanted to kind of touch on real quick. I'm definitely going to follow up on this because I think it's something that we should talk about more. But uh, this kind of then transitions me into to The Rock, or should I call him Dwayne Johnson? But I'll just call him The Rock. And... Uh, what he said on what happens live with Andy Cohen in regards to the relationship with him and Tyrese. And that plays into the whole the whole synopsis of this episode of being hold that thought. Because throughout that whole time period, when Fate of the Furious was, was being made, you already heard, you know, problems on set between The Rock and Vin Diesel. And then even post that, you know, to, to kind of make things a little bit better and separate them, they, they gave The Rock his own spinoff, which... They're talking about doing that around the time you got the, the the fifth film anyway. But Tyrese was going pretty crazy about him getting his own franchise and saying that he was selfish. Which doesn't make any sense because every studio in Hollywood is trying to build a universe. Everyone wants to copy Marvel and have a cinematic universe. So it'll make sense for Universal, where their number one moneymaker are the Fast and the Furious films... To continue to branch off and make these films because they can't go on forever. And The Rock deservingly so got his own spinoff. And he should. Now, Tyrese felt like he was being selfish and was attacking him in the media and said, like, hey, I know they offered it to you, but you can say no. Which I know he said at the time he was on medication. But even that being said, you still kind of got to be held accountable for, you know, your behavior and what you're saying. It's the same thing with Kanye and people saying like, oh, well, the slavery was a choice and was with him on medication. Well, you know, you're still going to be held to whatever you say and do, period. You know, but he 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 attacked the rock publicly. And that's led to the point where the rock just said, like, hey, you know, I don't I don't speak with him. I know he's going through something personal, but I just don't see a reason why he and I would ever talk. And it uh, reminds me of a Breakfast Club interview with Ludacris when he was disagreeing at the time with. Tyrese that, hey, if they're building a universe and we're a part of it, it's going to include us at some point. 
we got to allow the thing to continue to grow and build. But ludicrous is someone that has enough self-awareness to realize, hey, the bread and butter right now is 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 the rock. And so then you build around that. You know, you don't attack him. And that's what I think kind of hurt the rock and Vin Diesel's because now they're they're in two different positions. Clearly, Vin Diesel is still a big star, but he's not the rock right now. He's just not not even at Vin Diesel's height. He's the rock at this point because the rock has shown more consistent years of delivering big films. But, you know, that 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 does bring me to sometimes you kind of got to be really hesitant to to speak out against something and you kind of got to talk about those things eternally. Well, again, you know, a lot of times we don't, we don't do that because for some reason, and I get it, we're in a, let me document my life, but you're only documenting the parts of your life that you want to have known anyway. And 98% of the stuff that people put on, on Instagram for the most part is stuff that is good stuff that highlights them. You may see a rare video of someone uploading, you know, a cheating thing or something like that. And that's something that's kind of like throwaway clips to get views. But that's for the most part what it is. We got to get a little bit better at this kind of thing in, in analyzing data and presenting an argument before you just attack and tear something down. So those are just some of my thoughts that I had on both of those issues. Uh, I want to thank you guys for supporting this podcast and for uh, and for following me. I love doing these shows. Definitely support us on Patreon. I want to thank D for all the work that he does on these videos. I want to thank you guys as the honors that are keep helping us grow. I'm looking forward to doing more of these shows in the future. Again, my name is Jonathan Steele. Thank you for listening. Could you be more specific? Got more new episodes coming. Definitely new content. And I'm going to definitely try and uh, put out some more videos frequently just to stay in touch with you guys. Have a good one.